Greetings and welcome everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 445. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gast, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? Corey Feinstein. Greetings. And Tony Korkanakis. Yosh. Welcome guys, welcome listeners to 445 of the Gamecast. We have a topic tonight. Yes, that's right. Returning back to the Gamecast uh, is our topics. We've covered Marvel so much on the movie cast if you haven't listened uh we've decided to really get into the focus on the game cast here um and and give you guys a topic tonight which has been going on for a while in the gaming industry and, and i want we definitely want to talk about it is is the hiring and firing of developers uh work people working on projects uh and being let go uh and, and just basically having no rights bad pay overworked um and you know what can be done in this situation we're gonna get into that we have news to talk about first we have what we've been up to to talk about first. Let's 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 get into that first. Wait, oh, that's a lot of firsts. Let's start off with what we've been up to, and then go into news and then do the topic. Uh, so I will kick us off and say uh, second row is extremely hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, yeah, no. Uh, I have not gone past the next next level that I was on. Um, I've played it numerous times, and I you am weren't. one. What's that? Locked into the next part and you couldn't lock your way into it like you did in the first I tried multiple times to skip around battles, like to try to go through that level without almost any combat. And I got so far the first try. Wait, wait, I got... wait Jim, why, why are you playing this game if you're avoiding the primary interaction? Well, because it game. is a very, because Tony told me it's very much like Tenchu. And now in Tenchu, you avoid you shit like crazy in that game. Yeah, yes. That's like a stealth game. That's there right. are certain battles you have to fight, and I get that point. But like the mobs, I'm skipping them if I can. Uh, and so I've been doing that. I did that in the first level. I got really, I feel like I got very far in the first stage um, to the point where I, I fell down in that first, whatever that second stage area is, uh, where I fell down and I, and I was at this door, but I started getting hit with like flaming boulders or something was hitting me does that sound familiar tony or does it happen a lot okay uh so i was trying to fight this normal mob in that section and i was hit trying to hit him and i would get knocked by some catapult thing that would hit me and i lost so when i died there i restarted and i never got that far again uh i tried man just going through it through the grind Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, when I died, I went right back to the start of that level, uh, and um, right back to the actually way until when you first wake up, essentially, mm-hmm. <laughs> outside the building. So I had to go back in there, use the grapple hook thing, and keep going. Um, but I never got that far again, and I don't know if maybe it's best to just grind through it, like step by step, mob by mob. Tony, any advice? No? I mean, you can. I mean, if you're dying a lot, you, then that means you're doing something wrong and either you be more stealthy or you're just not... Um, you need to practice more. Yeah. You practice not more. Good enough. Generally, the... Well, generally, the, the ranged bullshit, it, it, it always sucks. That's what happens. You have to run yeah. the enemy layout because if you take those guys out first, then everything else would be a, a piece of cake. But, I mean, the thing is, if you're dying to those dudes, like, like you said, no, sooner or later you're gonna have to fight some dudes. Like no, I know. Like, the progression will be blocked until you can fucking take well, out some dudes. What was I know? I did. I did take out like a couple mobs in the first playthrough. Like I, I would fall down. I would stealthily kill people, like one shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I killed a couple of vultures. I told you, or whatever those birds were. Um, and uh, eventually, like I said, I fell 
there was I was going I, I didn't know where to go exactly because there's no map. You just kind of have to like kind of go through the level. And I kind of guessed where I had to go was down rather than up, which I thought I had to go up originally, and that was wrong. So I started going downwards, and that's where things got really tough. And um, what kind of dudes were you fighting? They were regular mobs, but I would get like projectile hits. Is what would happen. And that's like guns where or arrows no, or what? I'm telling you, something catapult wise was being launched into me. Huh. Okay. I mean, the other thing is too is like this game is the only game in from that from software has released where you have infinite run. You have infinite any other game, Bloodborne, Dark Souls, Demon Souls. You have a stamina meter, so you can only run until that runs out, and you have to have to let it catch back up. Uh, so in this game, you can infinite sprint, infinite. So you're saying so, run? I should have run. Yeah, just run to to the to the if you can see the catapult, just run to there and kill that fucker there and take your time with the area and stuff like that. Yeah. The other thing is too is like just be on the lookout for like um the little uh Buddhist uh statues because that's the respawn. So Oh um, okay. I did like, see one. not like two to that three was... minutes bef- between Buddhist statues in this game. Like No, the, that the there was one right the next section i should have run to that as well yeah absolutely because Ah. if you die you just respawn there gotcha gotcha okay that's where i messed up should run to that okay but i'm enjoying believe it or not i'm I'm having fun i just love the atmosphere i love the design Mm -hmm. i like like it's gonna be frustrating for me i understand that but i do enjoy the uh world quite a bit and so i'm you know i I played all the tutorial of what you know tony recommended so that was good um And that was good. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to, really. I didn't get to play many games. So, uh, Mike, you've been on in a while, though. What have you been up to? Uh, I've mostly been playing MK11. Yeah, nice. A couple couple bits of news about that recently, too, but go on. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, it's interesting because uh, I think by the time I got it, most of the grindiness, most, was patched out. So, it's not that bad the towers i see them it they got they got patched apparently yesterday there was as soon as i got it like a few like four or five days ago it was okay but um they, they keep getting patched it's an ongoing thing uh they're trying to find a, a balance that's not super annoying <laughs> um but you know as a game it's i played through the story it's decent it really invokes the feelings of uh you know, the original Mortal Kombat movie, they have a whole, you know, old meets new thing. It's not really that funny, though. It's It, it takes itself pretty seriously, actually. I know you said you thought it looked like it was really jokey. And aside from Johnny Cage occasionally, it's it takes itself pretty seriously. So mm-hmm. that was interesting. I don't know. It, it maybe even could have gone jokier, I think, because it does get pretty ridiculous <laughs> where it goes with, like, story-wise. But, you know, it was a good cinematic story. There's a few branching paths when you choose which character you want to be. Um, and uh, it's a good little, you know, introduction to the mechanics. They are quite different from the Netherrealm uh, stuff that I've seen so far. Um, you don't have, like, a big back three, like, bounce move anymore. Juggles aren't quite as important. There's these things called crushing blows that a hit in a combo or a certain move hits harder than it normally would by like 20% of your life. Mm. Uh, if other sort of, if it's like punished in a certain point or you hit it three times in a row or, you know, there's very like specific parameters that you'd have to either memorize or just luck into. So it, there's a lot, it's, it feels very different than injustice and in MKX. So, um, it's taking some getting used to, but uh, it's, it's a solid game, obviously. Um, 
My biggest issue was in the crypt, which is very deep. It's pretty much an RPG where you unlock all the unlocks in the game. I knew there would be jump scares in it again, and I'm I'm too old for this. Like I don't I don't want jump scares in my games anymore. I don't need it. It's not fun to me. It's I've heard annoying. about this. Yes, yeah. Um. So I but I what happened is I ended up like overpsyching myself up about this. Like I was like I looked and I was worried about it too much. And then I went online. I found the worst one. Saw what you need to do to make it happen. And then once it happened, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's it <laughs> so now i'm over it i can do it i'm not afraid of the crypt anymore <laughs> uh even though i could still get startled by like a sound if it's too loud but um there's a lot to it and hopefully uh they find a better balance the hearts are the currency that are still the hardest to find right now yeah um and uh, from like fatalities you gotta do fatalities you do right. yeah yeah it's funny because it does slow <laughs> the games down even when you play online it counts so everyone's got, there's always if you're doing any sort of ladder or even online there's always an incentive to do a fatal fatality or br brutality because you get the most valuable currency when you do that so i guess that's kind of cool if you want to see them but after a while if you're like doing like 10 matches in a row you're like oh, all right <laughs> another one the same one i just did like three times in a row okay but it's a pretty good game it's just uh there's some questionable choices mostly with you know the crypt and the currency, but I like it so far. Yeah, that's, that's been it. I've been putting I mean, some time in <laughs> the crypt. Uh, the the towers apparently got. We're gonna just tie this into the news real quick because I have that new that news open where the the towers were reduced um, to where you know level one twenty five uppercuts and throws. It's been reduced significantly. Uh, level five is seventy five wins, thirty five fatal blows, twenty five fatalities, and twenty five brutalities. That's your level five of the crypt now, which apparently is like m more than half of what it used to be. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't I haven't even found things like that yet. I found one thing where I to unlock it. I just needed to have a specific character throw someone twenty-five times. The weird part about this was that they just overpaced their game. It wasn't about making money for this. It was a choice of trying not to to not have the game get finished quickly. Yeah, um, it, that that was the weird part. Like everybody thinks that they were trying to money hat this this game, but. And and of course they do have monetization in it, but it's not based on the crypt, not the crypt, the the towers. No. The towers were always just a pacing thing. It was a yeah. difficulty thing. It was a it was a poor decision on in terms of pacing, of is what it was. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not so, like, based the, on the amount of time and effort you put into it didn't equate to what you were getting Ex out. Of exactly. It. So they yeah. increased those better drops, and now they've reduced the amount that you the amount of stuff you have to do. Um, so that's a good thing. All right, uh, Corey, Corey, what have you been up to? I didn't play any games. No. All right. Whatsoever. That's all right. Uh, you know, I, it, it happens. Tony, did you get through <clears> anything? I know you, nope. yeah, okay. All right. Well, that's, that's all I've been up to. So uh, let's get into some news. Um, okay. So this is, this is interesting. Uh, last week we had Borderlands 3's gameplay reveal. Uh, and the news you guys should have been talking about here. No, no, no. The yeah. news this is... News. No. This, okay. We didn't well, talk about the gameplay reveal at all. So, well, like, Did it happen last week? I thought it happened it after happened the podcast. The, the day after the podcast. Yeah, happened. so that's why we couldn't. Yes. We do have to talk about the gameplay reveal, but we have to talk about Randy Pitchford's attitude on Twitter. <laughs> he's, he's getting. I mean, it fight. hasn't changed, has it? I mean, it's like it's kind of old news here. It's like, guys, it's an asshole. Yes, he needs, it sucks because he really just needs to be separated. He just needs from to shut up. The... Yeah, no, absolutely. But it's like it's almost like you expect it, you know. And no, okay. So, so 
focusing on the gameplay reveal, we'll go back to Brandy after this. That's the negative Ooh. part. You want to focus on the ma major part, the good part first, or the negative part? We <laughs> already started talking about this whole. Okay, concept. so then Randy obviously had said in his presentation, uh, and multiple times that they wouldn't be um, having a uh, what, what is what is the word? Microtransactions. Microtransactions, not loot boxes. Microtransactions. No microtransactions in this game, mm -hmm. uh, but there are microtransactions in this game. Granted, they are cosmetic only, and they've done this in I guess and Borderlands outside 2. of the game. Yeah. yeah, they've done this in Borderlands Two. Um, but it is not a true statement. At the end of the day, it's I mean, not it's a true a, statement. This is like this is one of the stupidest arguments. Like he's I, the one ever... that brought it up as a big problem. No, I understand, and like because the way he phrases it is the worst, and the attitude he had afterwards is the worst. It's like so you say like it's, this is going to be just like we did with Borderlands Two uh, skins and the campaign DLC, and then in the in the game he should have said like in game there's going to be no microtransactions in game. Yeah. But he doesn't say that. He says no microtransactions at all. If he just said in game there are no microtransactions, that we would have been fine. But people didn't hear or didn't like think, oh, it's like going to be like Borderlands Two because it turns out to be a misleading statement the way he said it. Right, absolutely, and he definitely should have come out and just said like clarify, like no, it's I mean like in game there are no microtransactions. And and he it's did only... come back and clarify during a yelling tweet at Game Informer for their article. Right, no, he went back and forth uh, with uh, Game Informer and. Uh, because of the because yeah, you can classify anything as a microtransaction if you want. Like, sure, absolutely. Yeah, that's but what then people say you don't, call it. Right, and that's what I'm it. saying. Yeah. Uh, the phrasing is very poor. He, you know, he but, and, then, said, and then no loot boxes or no something like this, and no in-game microtransactions. He said yeah. all that, but he didn't. And then the most recent thing has been the claptrap's original voice actor whole yeah. dispute with with you know paying him extra and and just not letting it drop on Twitter. Like again, just, just shut up. You know, just right. <laughs> absolutely. It was just like his controversy months ago when he had the thumb drive. Just shut up. That's dude. what I'm saying. It's like this, like this guy is just. Like, this is what you get. There was something that even worse that came out. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw. I think it was yesterday. Really. Two days ago, but the the voice actor for Claptrap. That's why I just brought up. Oh, yeah. the well, the accusing oh, uh, of the assault. Yeah, yeah, like oh, like accusing of assault. Assaulted him. Yeah. Oh. I missed like, that part. Yeah. 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 He came oh. out on Twitter and said, like, he physically got, assaulted him. Yeah. Yes. Got assaulted in a hotel by Randy Fitchard. Like, wow. Holy it's shit. Just like, yeah. It's just like, it's just so much back and forth with people. I'm like, and I, you know, and not that saying it didn't happen because obviously I, I would believe it 100% with Randy Fitchard and everything. But it's like, like, look, this there's... guy, the actor, like, he knows how to push this dude's buttons. Because he what? worked with him for 10 years. It's like, and, like, he could just say anything and to get him to do it. Like, you know, it's like... Um, yeah, but Randy, Randy Pitcher has uh, that attitude. He's, like, no, very passionate about the don't top disagree. person. I don't think that necessarily yeah. didn't happen. I'm just saying, like, this guy is saying certain things, obviously, to push buttons because he knows how to do it as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. and he, it's, like, it's just so funny to see, like, the Reddits, subreddits and stuff. Um, It's just, like, everyone just, like... Randy Pitcher, please shut up. Just yes. don't say anything. And it's like somebody needs to follow this guy around and like as soon as he opens his phone, just like boom, slap it out of his hand. hand. It's like fuck that. <laughs> like don't don't get on social he, media. He needs a PR guy behind him. Con it's just um yeah, the, the guy is he is very passionate about his game and his magic, but like he just does not know how to rein it in when it comes to social media, and no, uh, no. it's very unfortunate because Borderlands looks like an amazing game. Yeah, and, that, and so and I don't, I really don't want him to turn people off on trying this game out. 
Corey, lead us into the Borderlands Three good things, the gameplay. Now, what yeah. we, what no, we it's on Wednesday, the day after the day our podcast gets released. So obviously, we couldn't see it. Talk about yes. it last week. Yeah, uh, they had the official gameplay reveal, and what I really loved about this is that they they were really open about this this reveal. Like they. They brought in the press the day before and let them play it for 90 minutes, like full. Let's just do whatever you want in this little section. It's going to be like complete. This section is complete. You, this is the game. You get to do whatever you want, do it, play however you want. And um, and then at the end, we're going to just give you a whole bunch of shit to like mess around with. And then uh, the next day, Wednesday, was the big gameplay reveal. And they had a big presentation, which... Was, I thought they did a very great, a good job explaining what the game is going to be, mm-hmm. uh, what you can expect from Borderlands Three, and what changes you're going to see it, from Borderlands Two. And like, you know, there's a whole big controversies with the polygons and everything. It's like, oh well, this should have just been a DLC for Borderlands Two. But you can see after the gameplay reveal how much more they're putting into this game. This game is a 2019 version of Borderlands Two, essentially. But you're getting all the quality of life improvements that you would expect so people expect in, in shooters you know this is a shooter first and a looter second uh so you need to have a good feeling shooter and from everything i've heard the game feels great to shoot and play with these guns you have sliding now you have mantling you have a lot of the things that in a modern shooter you'd expect to be there so mm-hmm. that that automatically was crazy it was on, when i saw the sliding event i was like wait that wasn't in borderlands i just right. assumed no, it was that, in there yeah and that automatically changes the the interactions between the combat and like every encounter you have, it automatically changes how that can be approached and how you're yeah. going to go about it. Uh, so that that's going to elevate this game in a different way. And um, so I'm excited for that. Obviously, you have destructible cover sequences. Um, you have obviously secondary fires on all of the weapons. Mm-hmm. You have uh, each of the four vault hunters because they're four vault hunters at the beginning of every Borderlands game so sure. far, and then they've added some here and there, but uh, they all have three abilities now instead of just the one main ability. Now you get you can choose strate- strategically and how do you want to use them. So like Tony, you saw like the Moe's character who's got the the mech, and like mm-hmm. that's the character I was like most drawn to as well. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play this character first, and you are probably gonna play that character first if you play this game. And it's like, but we could both have like completely different loadouts and different. Yeah. And different ways to play it that could support each other because See, that was the big thing about two is when I played with you, I wanted to play as a separate, different character than just your. You had the shield guy, I can't remember mm-hmm. who it was, right? And I would try to be, you know, zero or whatever, just to complement you better than just being two right. shield guys. Yeah, yeah. But go on, go on. Yeah. So and so yeah. So that turret was like guy, a turret change. Guy. And then the biggest change, in my opinion, is the instant loot. So in Borderlands, the classic mode they have still, but like you would just like kill an enemy. There was a loot pinata, and everybody ran for the best weapons and tried to steal them or loot ninja the whole thing. Uh, unless you play with friends and you could like kind of coordinate. And so with loot instancy now, everybody gets their own loot. And so this also applies to how you see the enemies and how you are going to be playing. So if I'm playing for like 30 hours and I'm already like level 25, 30, and then you're playing for like 10 hours and you're level 10, um, we could play in the same game and have the same exact experience. You wouldn't necessarily be feeling as though I'm killing everything for you or that you're so far behind because when I'm shooting things, I'm shooting things at your level and you're shooting things at my level. Uh, and that's pretty, that's person. a pretty cool mix. Cause yeah, I remember so, you running me through it and now that's right. not gonna happen anymore. We're going to have to go. Yeah, through and it, that, yeah. Exactly. And I mean, you can turn that off, but that this, I mean, this is the, the way, the best way to play. And so like when a, you get a loot drop, now you're getting a loot drop. That's, 
going to be good for you no matter what instead of like well i'm in a level five instance of a game and i'm 25 i'm not ever going to pick up this this loot because it doesn't matter for me but it will now because of the the instance loot so i think that's that, that's a huge thing especially for yeah. um for streamers and stuff like they seem to be going real heavy and leaning into the streamer side of things mm-hmm. they um what? they're giving <laughs> streamers <laughs> they're giving streamers um the chance to like bring their audience into their game in a way to participate with this echo cast what? extension on twitch where, you, Corey. I think you're lying. <laughs> where you can um essentially like watch some streamer and earn rewards for in-game stuff for yourself so it's like you're you doing things um and watching the streamer can in, influence and uh, affect your game uh for the better so that's really neat i i, I think yeah. that that's that's great. And then again, they got they gave two hundred streamers ninety minutes to play the game, like and just see how they felt about it, and told everyone just like talk about it however you want, like do whatever you want to do here, and and take a like look at all these guns. And they showed some bosses, which are pretty neat. Like they already showed like, hamburger gun, hamburger yeah, hamburger gun, um, <laughs> brain gun. Like uh, so, it's just like there's a lot of stuff there, and it's just so exciting for for a Borderlands fan, and I think for any like anybody that's looking to jump in they they specifically want this game to be accessible for people like that and that's why you have that instance loot level scaling uh, yeah yeah as well it's a great idea so yeah so it's really exciting I, they, they, they did a great job with the stream and the, the the reveal yeah no it was it looks really good uh it actually for me when i watched the first reveal i, I was wondering the differences between borderlands 2 and this because i thought in my mind it looks similar but when you watch this game actually in motion uh it, it does look a lot more clean and crisp um, yeah oh so, and the other big thing is like you're gonna leave pandora uh in the, yes. the solar system and you're gonna go to other planets and so your home base now is a spaceship mm-hmm. and yeah, so you're gonna they, get to go to multiple which is um, awesome yeah. yeah we've always places. i mean we talked about that before in borderlands 2 we wanted that and they've added that now so mm-hmm. all right uh let's see in in worse news uh in worse news anthem players uh themselves the core games core gamers are declaring the game dead yeah i mean they took shots at like anthem a little bit too uh, in their gameplay reveal it's like uh they're saying like when you kill an enemy uh and get a loot drop we want you to be able to immediately feel like (laughs) you get to have a a chance to use your weapon it's like i think that's important it's like yes it is important it's very important and that is something fundamentally they do that (laughs) it's like they're not letting you do that about the roadmap for anthem being delayed like all the features no i think we missed that and so that's why i'm saying like they said that they were trying to they they want to get it right is their excuse uh moving yeah. everybody over to dragon age too so yeah and now they're moving people over to dragon age so the thing is is like mm-hmm. i mean with the core the actual core people still playing this game now saying they're they're giving up on it and moving away uh that's it this is it i mean this Move doesn't make it out, this, doesn't, this doesn't make it out of the summer and i don't yeah, think this is the thing is like um ea just yeah. had their investor call today and yeah. they didn't even talk about it like not even mentioned it yeah this bioware is I was gonna say reliant on Dragon Age Four, but we said mm-hmm. it, they were reliant on these other games too. So it's like, do they make it through this, or do they? I mean, is Dragon Age Four basically going to be rebranded? Bioware. So I mean, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Gonna... I know, but yeah, they I mean... have Dragon Dragon Age Four is still in production. So like, can they close them with this sure. and move move no, production? I mean, they studio's been closed while in the middle of development before. And move I move. Know. I mean, the game has got to come out. They're gonna release Dragon Age Four. 
I wouldn't say that's a guarantee yeah. at all. I, no. I would say they have a year to really make a good vertical slice that says not only will this game get like, you know, a 85 plus on Metacritic. Unfortunately, that's still a thing. But here's a good monetization model slash path, you know, for you to keep making money off of this a la Apex Legends, which they did talk about in their investor call a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, that has to happen. I, I, I think they have one year for Dragon Age to really shape up and prove to them that this isn't going to be another anthem because that's, you know, if you read what the, the Jason Schreier said again in that huge episode, if you haven't yeah. read it already. I still haven't read it. I still haven't read it. I know. Like, I know. they literally, at one point, they took out flying from Anthem, even though that was pitched. And one of the high EA execs was like, where the fuck is the flying? You promised me flying. So, like, oh, shit. So, they, like, programmed it back <laughs> in and, like, all that stuff. So, I I'm pretty sure that's where we are with Dragon Age. Because, again, uh, so they, I, you know, I, I'm, I, I would lean towards the Dragon Age game never coming out. Yeah, I'm, they might I'm see more, a build I'm more of on it, that side right it. now. Yeah, I, I, you've put so much money into this Anthem game, and it was supposed to be this living game, ongoing um, revenue stream for you that you had to have in order to make the next thing. Like, you're not you don't have something well, else. Well, I, I would like to point out though that it's been multiple. It's been reported multiple times that Bioware wanted this game. Uh, no, whatever I, it doesn't matter. Like, I think it's saying. the same mistake they've made before, though, where like something comes out and it's wrong, and they give up on it instead of right. Fixing exactly. It. Like, but the, you look the at problem it, is, Mike. This time around, this has core issues in it, like in the game itself that, that I don't think you can change. Well, isn't it most of its issues really are tied to just loot and progression? And well, that game? and also, I mean, not being able to just simply change your loadout while you're in a level is something you have. I mean, that's I don't know if you can fix that. Well, I mean, you can't we're not developers. That. Who knows? Maybe you can. Like, but the problem with this, with this, with this, is they're not. They're, they're they went in so many different directions. They didn't know where they were going. Like, and they didn't know how to get there. So they just threw these things together. It seems like, and based off of like, where's this and where's that? But they definitely threw these things together. It seems like, like you saw what the trailer was, the first initial trailer, and that's nothing like what we're getting. I gotta go back to. I I need to go back to that uh, podcast where we talked about that. And I, I, I was like, we're that's bullshit. That entire thing is fucking. Bullshit. You were like, that is bullshit off the bat. I was like, I hope that's it. I remember saying, I hope that's it. I really want that to be it. No, I mean that's like the, when you see. I, it, I, I was I wasn't really impressed with any of these initial trailers anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I um, yeah, no, I. Well, everybody expected this to fail as well, which um. I mean, I yeah, it's a self-fulfilling self prop. Right, it doesn't yeah. help because now people are more willing to give like to give up on it quicker. Oh, well. you can't, it's a big joke. It's you can't joke. delay that roadmap. Like that's just telling them it's like, well, we don't care anymore because not enough mm -hmm. of you care. So it's like, all right, so we won't care either. Like yeah. that's and then, and then, it's and very, then also announce that you're moving people to Dragon Age Four. Yeah, yeah and I'm, uh, the th the other thing is is just um, I I just don't understand. Um, like I want to say that even even though it's not the same studios, I think I want to say that um, Blizzard or, or some other company offered to like come in and like try to teach like, hey, here's how you can like uh, salvage this. Like, here's like a plan or something like that. And they're just like, nope, like we we know what we're doing. So it's like, all right, like go ahead, like <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Who, who is still at Bioware who was there back in Mass Effect 2 times? Like, is anyone Casey still Hulk, there? Casey Hudson's there now. Yeah, he, he came back. Yeah. He was the one who everyone blamed for the ending of Mass Effect 3, so maybe he's... Well, he came still... on even this time. This is not his project. Now, Dragon Age 4, he well, owns. I remember it. you being very excited that he's on this now. Sure. Oh, I thought he I would mean, fix yeah. it, but... You, you figure, like, oh, like, oh, it's a... You know, guy from the good days of mm. Bioware, but... but again, like, but again, like, it's like Phil Spencer. I mean, Phil Spencer is not responsible for the Xbox One. He's taken over and he's done a good job with it, but it's really the next system is on him. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, the Dragon Age Four is, is on Casey Hudson now. You know, if that if that doesn't pan out, that's that's huge for him. It's it's a hard time to make any new games because like they're all going to have to be like cross generational at this point. Sure. Yeah, the thing that's interesting with Borderlands is they're they're not doing that whole Gaz style. They're sticking to the old like you know DLC yeah. campaigns and and a bunch of sounds good smaller stuff. If it works, it works for them. So and again, like the thing is, so at least with games like like Destiny, and even Destiny has its fair share of you know problems still these days. But at least they they came out with the content. They came out with that roadmap. You know, outlined it. You know, <laughs> and they persevered. <laughs> right, exactly, and uh, with you know them saying like ah, our roadmap stuff, uh, we're 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 putting them in the backlog. It's like you just came out of launch, like you can't just do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if they expect uh, you know the the one year mark they're going to come mm-hmm. out with like Anthem, The Taken, Queen, or some shit uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to to miraculously fix their issues, but the, like I don't see that happening. I just don't see. No, I mean um, it, it, they're. <sighs> It has happened before in games. Like, it's not like it's unprecedented, but it's something that like it's gonna it's be probably massive. Not. It's probably not mass. Like, I almost wish they'd just be like, you know what? We're taking this game away from everyone, and we're gonna go put it back in the oven and let Final it. Final Fantasy fourteen. That's what I'm saying. That's like, the yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah. And just relaunch it. And relaunch yep. it as a new. I remember thing. like people were so pissed when they said they were gonna not. That's it. We're not. We're taking this. It's off. And yeah. then and then like they came back with a much better product. It's still going. Yeah. So yeah. All right. And lastly on the news, we have EA Access is coming to PlayStation Four finally in July for twenty nine ninety nine a month or twenty nine ninety nine a year. Sorry. Um, you get their discounts on games and early access. That's bullshit. You really want to end on that? Not the Marvel. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Well, yeah. I don't have enough info for it. It's in the Game Informer magazine. Uh, I haven't finished the article yet. Um, uh, Ultimate oh, Alliance. Two new characters. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to that part. So it two was, new characters. Uh, uh, is uh, Captain or no, no Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan, yeah. is Ms. Marvel and uh, Hawkeye. So. That's awesome, and the game is being designed um, as with the Switch in mind. Uh, so it's going to be much uh, smaller sessions. Uh, yeah. The way to pick up and go. Yeah, if you go um, to uh, Game Informer's Twitter or probably the website too, they posted some new snippets, and uh, the combat looks a lot better. The frame rate, and everything like that. So yeah, that was the big thing for um, me from the, the yeah, demo. I just didn't, wasn't impressed by that. So it looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, so all right, uh, let's get into our topic. This is the developers. Are we bringing the riot stuff into this topic? Oh, yeah. I thought we were bringing the Nether Realms. Well, I mean, it's all of it's the same right, way. Right. Same way. Uh, it does all go into that. So, <laughs> I mean, we were talking about the fact that like <clears throat> crunch time is is a huge thing. We've talked about this before in the podcast. Crunch time. Uh, we talked about like employee uh, employee like hours and stuff, and, and what they do for for like look at like uh, was it Druckman? And yeah, uh, I mean, he, he's he's burnt. You know what I mean? 
Uh, and Australia left. He's done. Australia. Australia's burnt out. That's yeah. what it is. Not Druckmann. Australia. Emmy Henning, too. Like, she's done. Yeah. Yeah. She's, I mean, she got can't i mean she got cut like from visceral i mean that was just ridiculous yeah uh so i mean you have that problem right there you have people like staffed uh up and then losing their jobs um like constantly in this in this industry to the point where like it, is this something that you think they need a union for these they absolutely do, 100 yeah is 100%. this something that needs a union like i don't want to oversell like <clears throat> unions have their own flaws but yeah. like is this this you might need be an right organization thing. that's looking out for Everybody's in the best interest here. I think. We mentioned this a little bit in the the movie cast too, and we know that there's several unions, like the Writers Guild, the mm -hmm. Screen Actors Guild. There, and they're very powerful. Like you need a SAG card to appear on a commercial, apparently. Um, but see, that's but, also another thing that that limits it. But yes, no, I know. But. Uh, even like, and that's an industry where you have these big deadlines, like billions of dollars. Like it's the same sort of thing happening there, and they're very necessary because of that. And I'm sure yeah. there's there's some level of crunch there, but they get compensated. And that's what I'm saying. You have optional. those unionized thing that protects you for these crunch times. Yeah. Is there is there an alternative though to these crunch times to to because like the right news? What was the right news again? It was um. So the right news was a couple uh, people were attempting to sue riot for uh over some of the leadership uh things that happened with like harassment uh and some other but stuff see, there's like there's no protections in place for this right right yeah and riot has this shitty thing that says um in their, like when you when you get hired by them uh you waive your right to um sue them and have to go through uh arbitration Right, which is super fucked up. Like, I mean, arbitration basically means like they get like a mediator and like you negotiate to to solve the problem, basically. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I I could sort of see some merit to that in like, you know, off the cuff, like not really like mi like minor issues. But like when you talk about like harassment, rape, like all that kind of shit, it's like that doesn't work. Like that right. doesn't work at a professional was, company. Was Riot Games the guy the guy that would ball tap people? Yeah, yeah, do like the, the frat boy kind of. That stuff. was the frat boy thing where he was going yeah. around ball tapping. The, the CEO was ball tapping people. Uh, no, I think it was the C F O C F O. I mean, I don't want I don't want to accuse somebody wrong. Yes, yeah. yeah, it was one of the C level executives and stuff like that. Yeah, um, and he got like a, a two month suspension without pay, but it's like really like like a just a suspension kind of thing. Um, so uh, now they just had uh, 150 people do a walkout the other day. Um, to uh you know protect, I mean, protest I, the whole arbitration yeah, harassment yeah i think i think like union is the only thing that i mean these these people need the protection of a union this is what it's for the the idea of it the actual like i mean this is what they make unions for yeah, uh, and, then, yeah. and and there's, there's places where they don't work and then but this is one of those things that you can see um employees being abused by you know uh, all these all these companies and it's all over the place mm -hmm. nether realms was another one with uh, crunch time oh um, dude Dude. Yeah. So, like, I think there was like two or three articles that came out in like a week and a half span that just said like NetherRealm Studios is fucking shitty. Well, it, it's it's not even like they even tell you like, and that that's been the defense like of these industries. Died. Like a dude died during I think Justice Two's uh, crunch period or something like that. Oh oh yeah, I didn't even see that. Yeah yeah yeah. I just know that the, I'll, the, the, I'll look for it. The company has come out and multiple companies have come out and said that we've never required a Red Dead Redemption, a Rock, uh, you know, Rockstar. 
uh, came out and said, we never required people to work the extra hours. We didn't want to make it look like that. But then like you hear these stories about like, it, it's, it's like an internal thing where if you don't work the hours, you get like shunned and outcast. I mean, immediately in this industry. The other thing was with the temp workers was they get were making like minimum wage, so they used the extra hours because that was how they got money because yeah. they needed the extra hours. So they. You know, I mean, we talked about last week too with Epic and how Fortnite is in crunch constantly. It's always in crunch because it's always got to put something out. Yeah. If you don't, you're you're gonna die, and um, so they use like you know, six months contractors and things like that. And they tell them straight out. It's like, you know, if you want to get renewed, you know, you may need to work extra hours because that's what we're going to look at. We're going to look at people who are willing yeah, to put yeah. extra time. They're not even trying to hide it. They're no, just saying no. like, yeah, hey, you need to- but there's some, there's some merit to, to that being straight up. Like we're going to work you to the bone for a while. We're going to compensate the shit out of you. But <laughs> I mean, you're basically sacrificing blood from right. And, and, right. and if you want to come back then, yeah. And yeah. Uh, there's definitely, I mean, there's different ways that these companies approach it all, but, and every, but everybody's in that, everybody has it. Everybody's in the crunch zone sure. at some point yeah. and employees are working, you know, 80 hours a week. Yeah, here we go. So I found it real quick. Uh, okay. Somebody named Jimmy Snackmouth on April 23rd this year said, I took one day off. This is during the Injustice 2 crunch, I think. I took one day off between January 1st and the day the day one patch was approved. It was my birthday and it was on a Sunday, so I, it was okay if I was just on call. I was allowed to go to a friend's wedding on call, of course, on a Saturday night after working an eight-hour shift for... There were only two days I didn't work from at least 10 a.m. to at least midnight. We were all doing this. I mean, except the bosses, of course, who would leave after dinner. Oh, I forgot to mention Miguel, who, was just, who just died at his desk during crunch. This is after I left on Mortal Kombat 10, I think. There's no oh, doubt my friend would be alive if it weren't for this absolutely insane practice. And then he clarified, sorry, it was during Injustice 2, not MKX. Wow. Oh, so, yeah. That was a pretty bad uh, thing to happen. But then all this other shit came out. Like uh, the temp work, like the contractors and stuff like that, like getting paid like $12 an hour because I think they're in, what, in Chicago? Mm-hmm. I think that's where they're based out of. Like that's, you know. Minimum wage there, yeah. Jobs and stuff like that. But then not not only that, they would dangle like the full time positions over their heads, like, oh, well, if you just you know, if you just you know, dangle the carrots, like if you just crunch for us for fucking minimum wage, you'll get that you know full time position, and they would never do it. Apparently, like multiple of the fatalities were like taken from contract, like you know, it was contracted work, and they didn't even hire those people. So it's like, like apparently they're good enough to make those fatalities for you, but like. They're not good enough to hire. They were never going to hire them. It's not based on that. This is the way the industry works. It's a hire and fire. It's, it's like it's like retail stores, you know, yeah. um, uh, hiring up for holidays for the yeah, Christmas yeah. season, yeah. and then you fire them right after January first. It's the yeah, same but, idea for for, for yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's even shittier because like it's even shittier. Yes, um, yes, right. You know, you're you're getting crunched on, uh, and then you know, you some, also dangled a carrot by saying you could have a full time job here. Always, right. always like that. Right. Yeah. And one of the other things was apparently, you know, with the um, MK11 uh, DLC characters uh, leak, or maybe it was the re- just the, the full roster leak. I forget, one of the two leaks. <laughs> apparently they had like an emergency all hands on deck meeting. And basically one of the leaders um, screamed at everybody, but like basically all the contractors and blamed them and not like the full-time employees and said, whoever leaked this, like, you guys need to figure this out. They're stealing from you. They're screwing you, this, that, and the other thing. And, like, try to turn it into a witch hunt. Like, you know, we're maybe we'll just fire all the contractors, all this other stuff. And it's just like, wow. Like, yeah. 
that's it's insane. It's shitty. Like. Uh, it, it's it's been coming out more and more, and Jason Schreier is, is a, a big part of this. And you know, you know, kudos to him because he's he's unearthed a lot of this stuff. Um, but it's also you know, employees have been coming out, and because of that, the employees have felt more comfortable to come out. The former employees come out and say. This was a nightmare. This was shit, uh, and and starting to say that, and unlike before, where you know it was just silent. Uh, so we're hearing more and more of these stories, uh, and it's just horrible to hear some of the stuff that they put into play. These these games that we play, that we love to play, and some of them we hate on. It's it sucks to hear that somebody like put in you know thousands mm -hmm. of hours into this game, you know, of work, and it's just like you know. To, to not even be compensated for that properly is uh, i mean they're getting paid they're getting paid for those that time yeah but, mm -hmm. and then there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff also yeah we talk about like how games have to hit a certain metacritic and bonuses get paid out for yes. that and, yeah and you're not getting paid if, for that if the game doesn't meet yeah that you know yeah. the other shitty thing was i think it was uh rockstar or rockstar when the the rdr2 crunch shit was in the news but mm. A bunch of employees said that, like, they did lots of work on this game, you know, years of work, but because they didn't stick around uh, till the game, you know, launched, their their names got removed from the credits, which is a I've heard that. Deal. Yeah, huge deal for an artist like that. Like, that's something you can point to and say, hey, I I was on this in, in, in official capacity and all that stuff, which is super shitty. And I've heard like not just Rockstar, other companies do that same thing too, where it's like if you don't leave on good terms and all that shit, it's like they'll just take your name out of the credits, like. Fuck you! You didn't do any work on this. Yeah. Like, and that's unbelievable. You, you've you, done this. Yeah. As an artist, you you get that you're supposed to get that recognition either way. Yeah. Uh, and that's what you know. Gaming is. You know, a lot of these video games they're an art. So it's like, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's unbelievable. But, but this is what happens when you know there's no structure to a union. Like well, the beginning of video games, like most companies didn't allow <laughs> credits to be in games because they were afraid of poaching. So. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, that's true. How it started, uh, you know, it, the, the you know, it, the world's the gaming world has evolved so much that these games are getting huge to the point where you know you need thousands of people on your staff to make this game, and you know, and still have crunch time hours, and you're never going to be able. They'll never get rid of crunch time. Like it's not going to happen. Like I said, I'm sure there's some form of it in the film industry. The thing is, yeah, people are compensated and protected in a way where. Hopefully, maybe I'm being naive here just because there is a union, but hopefully it's not this bad, or if it is, we just don't hear about it. Yeah, and I, and I think that's that's what the next step will be is to somehow form this, but like, how do they even start that with the... Yeah. The, I mean, the only thing that can help that is is, is the people, the gamers. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. And the thing is, uh, you know, fortunately, it's been coming up a lot more lately in the past year or two, because I mean... Mm -hmm. This is not new. Like, I mean, uh, you know, years ago, I was, you know, somewhat interested, and then I learned about this stuff, and I was like, what the fuck <laughs> that? Like, you get paid less than like you would in the tech industry, like mm -hmm. pretty much for any position that's not like a, you know, a lead engineer or something like that. So it's like you work way harder, you get paid way less, and it's just like, you know, in a way, it, like kind of ruins something that you know your, your hobby. Like Jim, I know you know your thing is like I work on computers all day. I don't want to come home and, and do it. Yeah, I don't want to use the computer. You're, for you work in the game industry and you fucking crunched eighty to one hundred hours. Like you're yeah. not home and play video games. Right? Oh, I mean, ultimately, like uh, as as a gamer, I I looked into that as well as a, as a kid. I wanted to go to DigiPen and I you know I wanted to go there and I inquired and ultimately my own decision was based on the fact that um, over the years it was actually helpful to to know that like what I would do. I didn't want to do at home. Like it's just, mm -hmm. you know, like, and, and, and I love gaming so much that I just don't want to ever, I won't ever work on a game. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So, 
it, it's unfortunate. Um, ironically enough, we were talking about, um, you know, Apex. Uh, they came out the other day and said, because um, one of the criticisms Apex has been having that their content isn't coming out fast enough. A la yes, Fortnite. yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, right. And they came out with a statement actually on their official website and everything like that said. Uh, you know, in addition to uh, addressing some of the issues, you know, we know everybody's hungry for new content, uh, but the culture what we've worked hard to cultivate and the health of our team are important to us. And they said, quote, uh, we take these into account when we discuss our content roadmap, the production schedule, and the frequency in which we can update the game. And they say our long-term goal is to ensure Apex Legends always feels alive and thriving with a focus on quality of content over novelty or speed of release. At the same time, we want to maintain our culture as a development team and avoid crunch that can quickly lead to burnout or worse. And that's great. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And, you know, that's the thing. It's like the game industry, like, you know, Mike was saying, like, you're probably never going to fully eliminate crunch because it's just no. nature things. I mean, every job probably has some form of, you know, crunch, whether it's money, mm -hmm. or like finances or, or businesses and stuff like that. You're yeah. whatever. You're going to have those moments, but like, as long as they're predictable and you can, you know, staff accordingly, you know, where it's a short period of time, like, you know, a short crunch, yeah, short crunch, is acceptable. Yeah. Not, you know, rock star with Red Dead Redemption Two, where it's like crunch is like five years of the yeah. development cycle. Mm -hmm. like, that's that's and then also, you know, giving them the credit where they credits due and compensating them for the work that they're actually doing. Well, and I think, and you think even proper conversation, the right. compensation, not pay is. I was having a conversation today about that with like work. There's a different. It's it's not always this is crazy to say blasphemy maybe for some capitalists but it's not always about pay it's also what? about like yeah it's not and i was i was having this conversation with a former co-worker today uh about like you know where you know well, how about time and money and like how much time is your yes. time worth compared yes. to like the money and it's like you have to weigh those because time certain times of the year certain times of your life may be more valuable to you than exactly else you know and so you it's stress too. To that. Yeah, it's stress absolutely. too. I mean, how much stress is your time? Is your is your how much is your life work worth compared to your money? Like right. that's, well, that's the, what I mean. Yeah. You know, it's like the time aspect of it. Yes. Yeah. If you're working forty hours a week, and you feel stressed, that probably feels like eighty hours. Exactly. So, so imagine what these you know crazy 70, 80 hour work work weeks yeah. were for the crunch time. Yeah. But but the long term problem, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. Long term problem is going to be that we're not going to have people that stay in the industry long enough to get to the senior roles and stuff like that. You like you like you look at Naughty Dog, for example, Neil Druckmann, uh, mm -hmm. Amy, like all these people have left. Like these senior senior. Well, not Neil Druckmann. He's Druckmann hasn't left yet. Not, yet. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Druckmann has said though he was close in in, in yeah. the Schreier's stories. He was talking right. About like he had to get a second. Yeah. Like, he had to get yeah. a second fucking apartment. Yeah. To be closer to work. Like, like this shit is not sustainable. And the thing is, again, like the the newer generation, our generation, or you know, the next generation that's come behind us. Like, I don't think they're gonna put up with that shit because they're gonna be like, again, it's like I could make more money doing less work, less stress. Yeah. And not have to deal with all this bullshit. Well, yeah. So now you're gonna have these vacant positions as the other. All these other people, you know, retire either willfully or burn out for health reasons, and you're just going to have these vacant positions that aren't going to be filled. And because of that, you're going to have worse quality games. You know, yeah, so, you'll have yeah, the talent won't be there for it. So, <laughs> yeah. that you'll have the Randy Pittsburghs, the assholes that stick around. Well, yeah, because they can feed you and stuff like that. And that's the thing that you that's know, what I mean. No, you're going to get like the, the people that are going to stick around are the people that are going to bully people out of the way. Right, right exactly. It's, it's got to change. It's got to yeah, change. It does. No, and um, no, I, I, we, the 
the game companies too, the people at the top, they need to, they definitely need to work on this as well. Like they, you know, they need to come and they need to realize that they're destroying their own industry as well. And I don't know if they will, but unionizing is going to definitely help, but the companies have to do something. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, um, as much shit as they give like EA, um, you know, they've come a long way, actually, um, at least, you know, through the grapevine and what you read, you know, on the Internet and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I remember like probably 10, 10 to 15 years ago, there was this huge like wives against EA thing where they said that, you know, this band of wives came together and said their husbands were never around because ridiculous hours and crunch and all that stuff. And I think they actually won or settled out of court. But after that, EA started to like really change and um, all their, I don't know, not their, not glass door necessarily, but like whatever like you know employee ranking or places of work ranking like it's it's mm-hmm. gone you know yeah. stuff like that so that's good it's hard that it just kind of needs this shit to happen for you know things to change but because yeah. it's been happening it's just right. matter of, it's got to become the light yes yeah. yep. that's really the big thing so. let it burn yes so all right um anything else to add mike uh-huh. No. <laughs> no. All right. We covered it pretty well, I think. Uh, I think that's going to wrap up 445 of the GameCast. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, tune in next week to our movie cast and game cast coming up. We'll have some topics for you guys then. Uh, maybe a spoiler Very, cast. I think we've been getting like a place, uh, another PlayStation Mini Direct next week. We are supposed to get that, yes. Maybe a spoiler cast for Pikachu in a couple weeks, if we all get to see it at some point. Um, so we'll see. John Wick comes out in two weeks, man. Yeah, John Wick. Yeah, I got to see that this time. I missed the last one in the theaters. I'll be watching this one. So, so yeah. So look for some bonus rounds soon and uh, more topics coming your way. Write us podcast at allyoucangeek.net. You can follow us on Twitter also at allyoucangeek. And uh, like us on Facebook and hit that subscribe button. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to us, please. We appreciate it. Appreciate the views. Appreciate the uh, listeners. Tune in. uh, Keep tuning in. Thank you. Mm -hmm.